welcome to episode 18 of What's Your Jam? Conversations about what makes us happy over a cup of tea and a jam scone. I'm really getting to feel like uh, the conversations the last few days have less been about uh, what makes us happy as such and just what's sort of something that drives us. Uh, so, you know, this has been a good experiment, but I think we need to, I'm going to shake it up post-fringe. We'll see what happens. I'm excited about that. My guest today, Lisa Skye. She's from Melbourne. Uh just fucking lovely really great i did not get to see her show and if you're listening to this and you didn't see it yet then neither did you because it finished on saturday um her show was called spiders wearing party hats and it sounds uh sounded like it was amazing but uh we have a really great chat about body positivity and um in touring and just sort of followed our noses as is the way um, and she was delightful and engaging and so brightly colored. I should have taken a photo of her outfit because that's just what she wears every day. And it's so, oh, so good. So good. Uh, here is episode 18 with Lisa Sky. Thanks for coming on What's Your Jam, Lisa Sky. Thank you for having me. Hi there. Yeah, hello. Is Lisa Sky your whole first name? Yeah, it's hyphenated. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, my name was gonna be uh Sky. They really liked Sky Sky Lisa. If I was a guy, I'd be Bo or Daniel because it was 1981. Um, <laughs> but there was a sex worker in a murder case called Sky Blue who was giving all this evidence at the time, and my parents were like, oh, they'll everyone will remember, everyone will remember, everyone will remember, and um. No one did. No one remembers. Because she was like a really shady. It was like a really yeah. sordid case. Yeah. I haven't looked it up. I should look it up actually. Yeah. So your parents um, named you Lisa Sky. Lisa Sky hyphenated. No, no, no. Just because they really liked those names. Yeah. So oh. instead of Sky Lisa. Sorry. This caffeine hasn't kicked in yet. That's okay. We'll get there. Thank you, Tea Leaf Tea. <laughs> yeah. So what are we What are we having? We're having New Zealand breakfast. You've got New Zealand breakfast. And I've got chai. See, I like a chai, but nice. I think the New Zealand breakfast will probably have more caffeine in it. Probably, scientifically, probably. uh, I'm really bad at caffeine, but I have been drinking a lot of tea the last three weeks, and I Mm. think I might be getting back into it, which is, I don't know that that's a good thing. But I'm about to be a student, so it probably is. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when I I go on tour, I, like, in Europe, I just Mm. stop having caffeine. Like, I wean myself Mm. off it a couple of weeks beforehand because Mm -hmm. there is no goddamn point in having coffee in edinburgh or berlin because it's just burnt charcoal water it's awful awful. and i'm from melbourne so i'm a wanker so are you enjoying wellington coffee yeah (laughs) yes Mm. no no there's there's some there's some good coffee here yeah yeah i think about 10 episodes ago i was interviewing another non-kiwi and i asked them the same and i pointed out that i'm way too proud (laughs) of our coffee considering i do not drink it like i don't drink coffee but i'm like if, if people were like bad mouthing our coffee i'd be like oh excuse me we're good at it thank you very Look, much no definitely i mean had you asked me um before say 3 p.m yesterday i would have mm. said really good coffee mm-hmm. uh except i went to uh this cafe maranui cafe oh yeah amazing food oh my jesus amazing food it's delicious coffee's not good oh no amazing food you had a bad coffee from maranui yeah maranui sort it out but the coffee i mean the food holy jeez yeah. Me and me and my husband and Thomas Ford went and um, saw a flock of karate's and yeah, it was amazing. Sorry, what a flock a, of karate's? I'm assuming this is a national thing. Like we were on the beach and there were about well, there were several dozen, probably about a hundred people in karate. <gasps> on the beach, yeah, a flock of karate's. <laughs> is this not a regular thing? I have not seen this, but I don't spend that much time hanging out at that beach. Okay, that's amazing. I thought it was like the penguins. It's just at. at you know, kind of around two, three o'clock every day. It's just the flock of karate. The flock of karate. 
And you're like, oh, they're so graceful. Yes. This is their mating dance. Right. <laughs> and they're all just wearing their karate whites. Cause, and because then, that's what you do on the beach. Yeah. Was it all synchronized? Well, no, they were just congregated. And then they kind of went into the um, little uh, box. <laughs> so no, I, I, I will point event. out, I was sober. The, I've been sober this entire trip uh-huh. because, you know, Wellington for drugs. Like, I mean, I'm not going to even try. So. <laughs> well, there's some nice bars, but I similarly have not been drinking very much. See, I don't drink. That. Well, mm. that's going to that's gonna change what you get up to then. Mm. Uh, I have not been drinking. And then on Saturday night, we finished a 10-hour sopathon. Oh, you were in that? Yeah, I did Amazing. That. It was exhausting and amazing and glorious. And we started a space war and then solved it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but right afterwards, we were all like, yeah, we finished. Let's have some drinks. And so I drank some drinks. And then I was like, oh, my body's not used to this. Why? 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 Oh, yeah. I had um my – because I haven't drank for about – it'll be five years in May. Just uh-huh. because um I stopped enjoying how I felt drunk. Like I drank a normal Australian amount my whole life. Yeah. And then I get into my 30s, I'm like, eh. And I was never the guy who – um you know, would have hangovers and say never again. Like I had hangovers so bad that I would wake up crying, but oh, I'd still God. be like, oh, you know, that's the <laughs> you way. cheeky old hangover. Yeah, but I had um, Chris, my husband and I, we go to um, Tasmania every year for our anniversary mm-hmm. and um, we got really drunk at the wine tasting on the last day and went, let's keep this party going because I still love the taste of alcohol. I miss cocktails. I miss good wine. I miss expensive champagne. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and so I had some, and I was like, yum, yum, yum. Oh, I still hate feeling like this. But I just kind of pushed through the feeling. And um, my poor boyfriend picked us up because he lives with us and mm-hmm. um, from the airport. And we were so drunk. And we went to the 24-hour K-market and, and just were idiots for a while. And um, meanwhile, Joe, my boyfriend's like, yay, adventures. And um, <laughs> then uh, I woke up and I had my first hangover in five years. And I didn't realize what it was because I forgot. You were like, am I dying? Yeah. And Jai's never drank. He has literally never never drank a, a uh-huh. sip of alcohol in his life. And so I'm like, oh, I feel like dizzy though. This isn't a hangover. I feel I feel dizzy. And Jai's like, oh my God, love, are you okay? Like, do you want some zinc? Do you want, you know, something? I'm like, I don't know. I just, but I feel like nauseous too. And Chris is like, you're a bloody idiot. <laughs> do you remember hangovers that you were having from 14 to goddamn 31 do you remember those those things you had for 25 years that's what you've got right now I'm like oh no I just I feel sick and sweaty it's not usually sweaty though he's like yeah no this is exactly how it is this is the textbook definition of a hangover and then poor Jai's like patting my back going oh maybe you're getting sick I'm like maybe yeah <laughs> it's good that you've got that three-part um three voices where so someone yeah. can be the voice of reason yeah exactly while the other two reinforce each other's Muppetness. <laughs> well, that's the weird thing because, I mean, they're both two sides, like kind of total ends of the spectrum. As in, like, Jai's very kind of woo-woo hippie. You know, mm-hmm. his mother was a shaman, all of this. Wow. And Chris is a sound engineer. He's, you know, kind of a, I guess, a secular humanist, if anything. Like, mm-hmm. you know, very kind of logical, um, you know. And it's just really interesting to kind of be in the middle of those. Mm-hmm. So, because they're both very respectful of their, yeah. yeah. Um, that jam is so good. Yeah, good. Thank you, Buckmans. Thank you, Craig. You did a really good job. Thank you, what? Craig Buckman. Craig Buckman. Yeah. <laughs> I think his name's Hudson. Craig Hudson. Uh-huh. But the, the label he's making his jam under is Buckmans. Oh, I, I drank some of your Alan. Some of your um, Alan P today. Oh, Alan yeah. P. Yeah. Great. Alan, he's a delicious soft drink. I, I'm not really a soft drink guy, but it was, it was good. It was not That's too great. sweet. That's 
delicious. Well, I had well, that. Thank you. Thank you. For, um, <laughs> thank you on behalf of New Zealand. We're very proud of that. We're very proud of a lot of things here. Mm. Uh, is this your first time to New Zealand? Yeah, yeah. It's that's, really great. That's really good. Um, it's just such a beautiful place. And, oh, you still got goths. In Melbourne, the goths died out. I saw a death rocker. Like, not just a goth, a death rocker. And I was so happy. And I was in the car and I just wanted to be like, thank you. It was so good. Did you, were you in Melbourne when Guns N' Roses was on, played? No, I was in Canberra. Oh, they just yeah. performed in Wellington and mm. it was amazing because the next day all the people who were in town for Guns N' Roses were out like getting their brunches and I was oh, just yes. like, look at you all. <laughs> look at your beautiful mullets and your, and your Gunners t-shirts so and your, good. your tour t-shirts and your black jeans. And What in, it's so weird, in Helsinki in Finland. Mm-hmm. That look is still very in, like that big cock rock kind of um, hair metal look. It's their shit, right? It's, yeah, it's still like a, a whole genre of person, mm-hmm. like the big teased hair. And um, yeah, but subculture, I blame irony. Irony was the death of subculture, irony in the internet. Mm-hmm. Because you don't see subculture anymore, you know, you don't see um, people unironically, earnestly loving stuff. And also, the internet makes it so easy to be kind of an instant fan. Yeah. So it kind of devalues the experience of, for example, being a death rocker, you know, like getting the perfect hair, the perfect outfit, the perfect music. You can do that within, you know, kind of an afternoon and, and a credit card. Yeah. You know, you can look the perfect part. There's no effort. There's exactly, no yeah, yeah. Involved. So it's kind of questioned now. So I don't know, I just wish that there were more like, Goths and, I mean, I'm 35, you know, like I grew up in a very kind of subculture heavy time, you know, in the 90s. Yeah. Um, you know, the goths, the hippies, like all different types of goths, punks. and But now uh, it's really weird. Like I do the Falls, which is a big music festival. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the comedy there and it's so much fun. But it's the, the only music festival that hasn't aged with its um, demographic. So most music festivals oh, yeah. you go to, you see everyone from 15 to 55. Mm-hmm. And, um, but this one, it's very much angled at kids who are like 18 to 23. Right. It's that market. And it was, it's so interesting because I've done it for three or four years now and there's no band t-shirts. Like there was a fat guy in a tool t-shirt, but he was my age. So of course he was. Mm-hmm. Of course all of those things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. everyone else was just these kids who were wearing like nice ASOS shirts. And you're like, where's your band t-shirt? Exactly, yeah. Festival. And they were just wearing like kind of, they were dressed like they were going to their like friend's parents' beach house. It was really strange. Just like a nice shirt and some kind of pants. Bring and back like. Big Day Out grunge ooh, times. Ooh, ooh. I think Big Day Out doesn't have... Has been, does Big Day Out still run in Australia? No. It's stopped entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to that a few times, and the first time I went, I wore a Britney Spears T-shirt because yes. I was a teenager and was like, oh, my God, this was so ironic. That's really good. <laughs> it was really fun. It was really fun to wear. Yes. Solid. So you're you're a uh, you're a burlesque cabaret kind of performer. Mm. Is that what you would call? No, it not at all. No, I I used to be artistic director of Vava oh, Bumba. Yeah, that's but what we were about. yeah, sorry, I, I was too butch for the burlesque. Um, oh, great! It was really interesting because like I I blame you know because I've always been fat, so I, I blame like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that I've done or not done on Fat Girl Freakouts. Mm-hmm. You know, like how I very rarely set foot in a clothing store because Fat Girl Freakout. Yeah. Um, Although now I usually just, if I go there with my husband, you know, like walk up to the counter and be like, hi, those pants in the, um, oh, oh, I was at a shop in Melbourne, goddamn. And I just, I really needed booty shorts, right? Oh. Um, I'm mm-hmm. Greek. Greeks have the best asses. Yeah. Mine is tremendous. And I said, oh, do you sell booty shorts in fat chick sizes? Like, you know, kind of 14, 16 up. Yeah. Um, because... 
I've I've gained a bit of weight um, due to antidepressant use. Sassy. Um, so uh, I I need different booty shorts, uh, not necessarily to cover my ass, just to you know draw attention to it. Yeah. And to decorate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> An objet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so I said, do you have uh, you know I just need black or really any color, but not white or denim. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the earth palette, earth tone palette, but I didn't want to get into too much detail. Yeah. Uh, and I said, do you have, you know, fatigue sizes, 14, 16, 18? Um, and she went, oh, um, we have harem pants. And you went, that's not, yeah. that's a very different that's, thing to what that's I specifically yeah. asked for. And they oh. said, um, but then she said, we have harem pants. They kind of fit all sizes. <laughs> and then Chris was looking at like a rack slot and I was like, oh, okay, no worries. Babe. No fats, no fatties allowed. Let's go. <laughs> and, yeah, because I just I the poor employee is just like oh, I don't know how to deal with this. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, <laughs> so. what? what you need to do. But <laughs> with the burlesque, it was funny because I always uh, was co artistic director um, mm-hmm. with the amazing writer Amy Nichols and mm-hmm. um, also uh, MC. Basically, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm just too butch for the burlesque. Like I'm right. high femme, but I walk like a tradie in a hurry who's pissed off about it. Right. And so um, we had this burlesque class and all these beautiful fatties were there. And the first thing um, was so easy. She's like, all right, let's just get in the mood. Everyone just walk sexy. And all these girls are just like, fuck, and just so sexy walking. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do this. And I just ended up walking like a pony, like kind of <laughs> really dressaging that shit. That's a very specific kind of sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, pony, That's okay. pony. And um, and then I realized like, oh, wait, this isn't a fat girl freak out because we are all fat here. This is a butch girl freak out. Oh. And I realized that I've still got a lot of like regression from when I was 15 and, you know, was kind of kept being told that like femininity wasn't available to me mm. because I was funny and extroverted and fat. So I had to be like the kind of the boy in all the school plays and stuff like that. Oh and so I was like, well, there's a bit of uh, issues I need to uh, work yeah. on quite a bit. <laughs> so which came first then? Was it more like that you were – that they said you can't be feminine or that you they were like, you're not feminine? Like what, what do you think? It was – well, it was always that classic teenage thing of like – I will fail, so I'm not going to try. Oh, yeah. So heading me off of the past, because my mom is a terrifying uber femme, like one of those, like, suffer for beauty, darling. Oh, good. And uh, just has a lot of body issues of her own. And, um, yeah, like, it was, it's just kind of uh, interesting that, yeah. And I, I really kind of rebelled against that. Like, my mom would – like, because I go without a face, uh, like, quite a bit nowadays. Um, and by a face, you mean, like, not what you are amazingly wearing right now. This is my post. base face. The base face yeah. is beautiful. <laughs> like I, I'm getting distracted while we're sitting here talking. It's making me really happy. Oh, darling. <laughs> so sometimes you don't wear it. Yeah, I haven't gone up to the eyebrows. It's so funny. I have oh. two speeds. I have yes. like drag queen or full potato. So What's full potato? Like just a potato. Oh, Just wow. a potato. Yeah. So <laughs> when I go to like the cow, you know, I love, uh, I live in Kingsbury in Melbourne, which mm-hmm. is um, the suburb away from Preston, um, if for any Aussies listening. Um and it's not Brunswick. And right. so everyone lives in Brunswick. There's a joke now. Oh, you're a comedian. What part of Brunswick are you from? Right. Um, <laughs> but it's great because I can just wear like, so if I'm not wearing this look, which is like impeccably color coordinated, yes. you know, lips your to matches your outfit sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, like, you know, the whole concept. Um, it's either that or leggings as pants and one of Chris's Nine Inch Nails hoodies and not brushed hair. I've got to say, I am a, 
I am a really big fan of leggings of pants. Yes. Like, fuck the haters. Yes. Pretty much. Straight up. So good. They're so comfortable. And also, if you wear a t-shirt three sizes too big for you, you don't need pants. Yeah. That's a dress. <laughs> that's a dress, my friend. Belt it. Whatever. Yes. Do what you need. I've noticed I've been like looking at online clothing recently because mm. I'm having the thing where I go into stores and I'm I'm just on the cusp of fitting things. Oh yeah, so and like so 14, like 12 14, to 16. 16. Yeah, 12 to 16 but I'm but like I went to try on pants the other day for a costume for for deep space mm. and I tried them on and I was like these are great, a little bit tight. Do you have these in a 16? And they were like, no, they don't go up to 16. Yeah. And I immediately was just like, fine, like left. I was just like, yeah. I don't need your clothes. But it's glasses. I'm going to go back. It's glasses. Well, it's just. Uh, there's a shop on Cuba oh, that yeah? has these amazing leggings. Which one? And I forget what it's called. It's very colorful. Is it cotton on? No. Okay. No, I won't colorful. go into a cotton on. Um, but they were so good. Great. And I'm like, oh, I need to go in there. And I, I went in there and I was like, oh, can I have, can I have those, please? Do you have, <laughs> do you have fat chick sizes? Can I have they said, oh, they, they're very stretchy. And, you know, usually that's my cue. Yeah. And so that was really like usually like my feminist is political. Mm-hmm. You know, being a visible fat fam is political. Yeah. It's like one of the few times it's at loggerheads because I should be boycotting a store that doesn't go up to plus sizes. Yeah. And God, I really like them and they probably can fit. And I haven't been back, but I don't know what I'm going to do. But also they're like, we have some plus size stuff. And it was all the kind of like pretty, but not my style. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, like a rock a bit, like horribly kind oh, of dresses yeah. and stuff, which are hot, mm-hmm. but yeah, they're not, they're not me. They're um, not your thing. That's they're fine. not Claudia Kishi once her inevitable food issues have caught up with her and she's discovered psychedelics, which is my current style direction. I played Claudia Kishi in an improvised Babysitter's class. Yes. It was the greatest. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll show you a photo of the outfit. Please after do. This. Please on. do. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, the, the, like this happened, I think, on Thursday. I was like, oh, it's my first show. I can't, I don't have time to be trying on clothes and stuff. No, no, I'll come back. Mm-hmm. And like Friday, wrestling, Saturday, wrestling, Sunday, wrestling. It's now Monday. I'm like, oh, I should go back to jail. Look, I'll go back to jail. I shouldn't. No, but they do have some plus size stuff. And you know, if I'm, if I'm, oh, oh. so yeah. <laughs> My... You've got to live your politics and then you're just sort of like, okay, some, some battles are, I will not win this battle. I need those leggings. That's happening. And I will tell yeah. them I'm displeased, but I will have those leggings. But I did also, <laughs> in fairness to them, I was, can I swear? I know I swear. Yeah, you yeah. totally can. I was a fucking asshole. Like I was very pleasant to them, yeah. but I was like, oh, it's just that I don't, you know, buy things from stores that, you know, don't have fatty sizes. And right. like, I know it's not your fault, like, but... You know, if you want to feed that back. Like, uh, that's the closest I get to being like, can I speak to your manager uber right. rude? Because I have a constant fear of being a bother. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and so for me, that's like, you know, me salting the earth and like, you know, moonwalking out with both middle fingers up. Yeah. But um, you're just like, just, just some gentle feedback. Some yeah. Gentle feedback. <laughs> and so now like for me to go back, I'm like, but I can't, but I must. Also, that jump, like I'm riding to crop jumper. Oh, Jen, I don't know. You know, was it cosmic? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was just as we were talking, I was like, I bet it's cosmic because they do have really great stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I've never really looked through the clothes. I've gone in and bought the, like the directions hair dye. Like, oh, they've got the, directions. Yeah, that's they what do. I, I use directions and special effects. I was yeah. going to guess that. that right, I've, I've got some directions in my hair at the moment. The pink, but mm. it's because it's on my natural hair. It has not held very well, <laughs> uh, so that's good. Um, yeah, it must be. I, I, I guess I'm sort of I'm very recently getting into this thing of going like I can't walk into a regular store and go great what do I need mm. I have to actually be like does this come in my size what's going to happen so I'm like just like 
on the, on the cusp of that, which is... Yeah, it's horrible. Is, but, like, I've been really lucky because I guess uh, because this is a conversation that people have been having a lot, mm. it's something that I was already aware of. So, like, when it, when it like, first happened, we were, like, put on a pair of pants and went, I don't fit the pair of pants that is the biggest ones in these store. Yeah. I wasn't like, what's wrong with me? I was like, fuck, this store doesn't cater to me What's wrong with them? Yeah. yeah. Which was really, I was like, thank you, discourse. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, because I've always been like that. So, mm. I think it did a lot of damage to me, like, going, having friends who were, like, you know, when we were teenagers, everyone go to Dangerfield. I don't know if you have Dangerfield I here. I really love it. But, yeah, everyone just loves Dangerfield. And... Yeah. In my little alternative, like, mm-hmm. queer girl, 16-year-old heart, I fucking loved Dangerfield, but I knew yeah. that they had nothing in my size. Oh. And so, like, yeah, I I was always kind of – I always had gatekeepers to these things that were, like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of traditional girly experiences, yeah. traditional feminine experiences. Like, the fat body and the trans body are very similar mm-hmm. um, in those in those ways, in that, like, there are – a gatekeepers telling you that you're less than mm-hmm. um so yeah it's it's a really interesting thing you know except like fatties tend to just get harassed in the street and trans people tend to you know get killed so yeah. i'm yeah. i'm saying similar but yeah, yeah. impacts are it's different parallels. yeah <laughs> yeah you can't yeah you start ranking things then fuck uh but comparison is the theft of joy yeah i hate uh, is the thief of joy i hate that i hate when people like because um I don't know. I don't know if you saw my show, but I talk about how I, I love. I didn't get to because uh, Fringe. Yeah, fellow performers, you just anyway. Fringe, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was called spiders wearing party hats. It was indeed, yeah. But I talk about how much I love other people's happiness, and that's why I love, like, for example, I love Instagram because mm-hmm. it's just for me. My Instagram is so tightly curated. It's like. Um, Really close friends, babes, dogs, and makeup and slime and slime. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Do we have time for that? I don't know what slime is. Okay, I'll show you afterwards. I have actually, I haven't really like brought this up in public before. I am high key addicted to watching slime videos. They are so good and soothing. Remind me, there's a Wonderland of Slime is my favorite one. Oh, and oh no, there's a a lot of really good ones. Is this a video of just slime like being poured or something or Mm. actual slime? Actually, I can show you on your phone now, like while we talk. Okay, great. Yeah. Do I just look up slime? Yeah, also just go uh, go to Instagram oh, yeah. and go to Wonderland of Slime. Wonderland of Slime. Yeah. But anyway, so, listeners. Um, Carry on. So yeah. I... You have a carefully curated... Yeah, yeah. So like yes. um, Instagram, Twitter make me so happy. Facebook really bums me out because Facebook now is a lot of kind of people being sad or a lot of like obligation friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hate when people say, like take a photo and say instead of saying something like, look how good my weekend is, say, my weekend's better than your weekend. And you're like, oh, why are you being a dick about yeah, it? Yeah, and, and the, the hilarious thing is that it's overwhelmingly never is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're videos. I'm just looking at the, oh, my oh, God. you want to do? God, this, guys, the slime's <sighs> amazing. Oh, no, that's not even a good one. Like, that's amazing, but that's not even a good one. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, look at that one. Yeah, look at the, pur- yeah. look at the purple slime. Look at the purple okay, slime. Okay, you have to look at that. Wonderland of Slime on oh, Instagram. It's so good. And this is going to be one of the links in, in the chat. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, okay. my God. So my friend James and I are, like, high-key addicted to slime videos right. and, like, soothing things because right. we have a very similar aesthetic kind of crossover. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, like, I, I love when people say, like, oh, look, I'm with my, you know, I'm, I'm with my ferret and my partner mm-hmm. and we're eating this delicious cheese toasty. You know, I'm so happy. And then I'll be Everything like – Everything is great. That's yeah. great. And But if they're like – my weekend's better than your weekend. I'm like, well, I think your partner's a bit of a dick. I don't really like ferrets and cheese toasties are not for me. So yeah. no, no, 
I mean, if we're having a competition, I've won. Um, <laughs> but yeah. but yeah, so I, just, I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird thing when people are like, mm, better than yours. Yeah. Where did we get onto that slime? Uh, it was about, um, the slime was just about how you, you like, you curate your Instagram feed. Mm. Yeah. Just having like a lot of joy in your face is really nice. Yes. I'll give you my cat's Instagram. Yes. Yeah, she's living like queens. <laughs> Instagram. I like posting videos of her. See? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh God, I've been looking at so many pictures of my dog. Mm-hmm. Chris and I have a, a, a thing now, like mm-hmm. we've, we've, cause we've been in Wellington almost a week. Um, our thing is, you know, do the shows, do whatever. Uh, when we get home, we watch one episode of the Santa Clarita diet. Oh yeah. I've heard yeah. Good things. It's, about it's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then we watch one episode of that. Then we look at all the 300, uh, something photos and videos of Dr. Shadow, on my phone, is which Dr. is our Shetty, dog, okay. yep. uh, <laughs> and uh, and then we go to sleep. And that is that's a delightful bedtime ritual. It is. Oh, oh god, I miss her so much. He's just so big. Anyway, um, but what else? Um, <laughs> I, was, I had a thought. It was brewing. It was about uh, about how the that that share how easy it is to share things that you're happy about these days with videos mm. and pictures and how easy and then I was thinking about it also with the there's no subculture anymore and it's kind of it's like it's linked to that fact that like now if you like something you can tell everybody on the internet that you like that and everyone who also likes it joins you and yeah. you're a much visi- more visible culture yeah because yeah. we have all that connection and that that link to each other yeah which is kind of delightful but you're right I do miss goths yeah <laughs> I was in a goth band in high school. It was really, yeah. great. It was really great. Um, but yeah, but that ability to just be like, this thing makes me happy. I look fucking hot. I mm. took a selfie and all that selfie culture stuff. And that links into body positivity. So exactly, I'm really good at yeah. just like going, oh, I see lines here. And then uh, that. that's a nice segue. There you go. But, um, yeah, but yeah. And that's the thing like vanity has always been around. Like I, I remember reading a tweet about how, like remember how people kind of make fun of girls for selfie culture mm. yet, you know, Back in the kind of yesterday, yesterdays, oh. old men literally commissioned pictures of them in bathrobes to show how much time they spent thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like that takes so much more time because yeah. they have to sit in the bathrobe paying Vincenzi to yeah. paint it. Meanwhile, really name, but... my selfie game just bang. I can just go clack, 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 yeah. done yeah. at the bus stop. It's all about the angles. Mm. It's going like, I know that this bit looks good. I'm going to raise my eyebrow a little bit. Mm. I feel good. Yeah. And, yeah. What's your filters at the moment? I'm like in Skyline and I'm like in Clarendon. Uh, oh, is this Instagram filters? Yeah. Usually the very first. like what Dr. Shadow's an Ashby guy. Oh, Ashby's nice. Yeah. I'm trying to look. I'm going to look and see because I always I always do tend to use the similar ones. Let's mm. see what it would be. Next. Uh, Clarendon is good. Yeah. Lark. I quite like Lark. Yeah, I like Lark. Perpetua and Lark are quite good. Helena's Mayfair good. Mayfair is also delightful. Mayfair's good. I mean, Valencia is a good standby as mm-hmm. is Rise. Yeah. Early birds always nice as well. I, mm, 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 mm. I go through the list and like get rid of all the ones I don't use. Because there's a bunch that I'm like, no, 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 I'm oh. never using you. And then other ones I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm such a digital hoarder. I have all of them. <laughs> you do, do you check? Do you check every single photo as you go? You're like, what? A yeah, but I'm really good at it now. <laughs> Chris will be like, because he doesn't really do social media at all. He's mm-hmm. like, how do you what? I'm like, Grr. but also because I have like my Instagram is um it's. It serves a lot of purposes, but one of the main ones is for me to remember stuff because mm. I don't have a memory. Like I have a really, I mean, it's part of my, um, you know, kind of m- my various mental illnesses that I've, you know, kind of 
developed a lot of checks and workarounds <laughs> for, but I just, I, I don't remember things okay. and it's really nice to look back and go like, Oh my God, I went to that concert. Yeah, That's go, my, oh, yeah. yes. my one regret is that I never wrote down every concert I went to. Cause I oh. started when I was two with boy George and I oh have not God. stopped since. Yeah. That's so good. So I've definitely been to thousands of concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, yeah, I wish I'd known. Oh, I wish I knew the funds. <laughs> I did the thing yeah. for a while where you like keep the tickets that's cool. Yeah, yeah I, I've done that. While and then I just was like, actually, I'm just hoarding. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need to hoard less. <laughs> I know. I Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which reminds me of another thing to do with body positivity. Mm. Oh, shit, Jen, you're a fire. Um, the, the idea that hoarding is or, or having to hold on to lots of stuff. Oh, it was. Do you know Allie Garrett? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. She was, I think she was from Wellington. I assume that was where oh, she okay. started. And then she's, now she's in Sydney. But I read some of her things recently. And I'm sure she was the one who wrote this this post about how there's all this like conmarrying and things. And people mm. being like, just keep the things that give you joy. And like, yeah, I, yeah. I've been having a go at that because I am just ordering a lot of shit. Um, mm. But her thing was basically like, it's, it's too hard to get rid of things and say, oh, I'll just get it again if I need it, because I probably won't be able to actually find this yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Because it doesn't come in a size 22 or it yeah. doesn't come in a size whatever it is you need. Yeah. So you actually do have to hang on to it. Yeah. Which is similar to, I think, the the, the thing where um, you get people who live in poverty have a lot of stuff because they hold on to it because they can't replace things. Yeah. So you have really cluttered or just very busy homes because every time you get something, fuck, you hold on to it because yeah. you're not going to, like... Why would you get rid of things? Why would you throw something out that's still perfectly good, even if you're not using it right now? Mm. Um, it's just foolish, which is why I'm incredibly fortunate to be able to be like, oh, KonMari, because I literally can. Yeah. I can get stuff again if I need it. Yeah. Yeah, I need to do a lot of that. Um, I I have, in the last few years, realized, you know, like I spent my 20s accumulating stuff rather than experiences mm. and realizing now you know, as a touring artist and stuff, it's it's the exact opposite. You know, experiences make you happy, not stuff. And I know that's kind of, I guess that's really trite and cliche, but hey, your PowerPoints in New Zealand, right? Yeah. They're kind of, they're an interesting shape. The switches yeah. are like a lot wider and a lot dippier. I think it also depends what house you go into. Because mm. there's other ones that like people will have the little like, the little click click. The ones that make but, like, really that's good. a standard PowerPoint, like yeah, those ones. So. Like, not the old school, like, those danga, danga, danga. Yeah, yeah the, no. the thunks. Yeah. Um, no, nah, that one, it's different in Australia. <laughs> See, it's our differences that make us similar. Isn't it? Mm. Isn't it, Jess? Mm. You go anywhere else in the world and they're like, you're from Australia. And I'm like, no, New Zealand, but close enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel affinity with, with with all these now instead of competition. <laughs> so like I was mistaken for them so much overseas. I was like, yeah, sure. We're together. It's good. Uh, good distraction. That was great. Mm. Um, oh, the, it's just my brain. Touring artist. Uh, I was going to ask, does, does this sort of stuff, that, does it come into your work? Because I didn't get to see your show, so I don't know what your show was about. Mm. Was it about a thing or was it um, just a comedy Yeah, time, yeah. Or? No, it was, um, it was a love letter. I'm, I have kind of realized I'm more a storyteller comedian rather than mm-hmm. a, uh, a jokesy kind of stand-up mm-hmm. comedian. Uh, and, yeah, it's weird doing it for so long. I mean, I've been in comedy since probably 2008 mm-hmm. but I've only been good at it since about 2015 and I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah yeah um and this is my first good solo show so it's right. extremely exciting um but this is essentially a love letter to my husband mm-hmm. uh within the prism of our weird existence and me being polyamorous and kinky and queer mm-hmm. and um 
and yeah, kind of serving as an ambassador to those lifestyles, like mm-hmm. a voice, but also a kind of, I, I guess, a permissive force in, you know, if people think, oh, I wish. Because, you know, I, I speak to a lot of people who are like, oh, oh no, that's a that's a, oh, a thing I'll get tied up in knots about. <laughs> and I, I think people, it's not as easy as giving yourself permission for everything, but I think people could give themselves more permission than what they do. Right. Freedom to sort of explore things that they're into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's kind of humans can't think in grey. Everything is binary, which is bisexual, which is why bisexuality was very kind of questioned Mm. and like why third genders are questioned and why polyamory Mm. will never be legal. Like, Mm -hmm. I think polyamorous marriage will never be legal. um, And you can quote me on that. And. Yeah, because well, it's recorded it's, now. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it's just because humans hate grey areas. Yeah. Um, and so. Well, things that aren't what they would do themselves. Yeah. This thing yeah. Like, I wouldn't do that, and therefore I don't see why you need to. Yeah. Mm. And and so, like someone who you know, it's either me who's this crazy showbo living this penniless but happy existence, and then there's like, you know, kind of Johnny accountant. That's the kind of. Uh, when in reality everyone tends to be somewhere in the middle um mm. but that gray area yeah human don't like it we don't like it <laughs> much we'd, we'd we want to be definite about who we think we are mm, mm. and to go these are the boxes i tick and they are great these yeah. are the great boxes <laughs> nobody is mad at me for being any of these boxes when we're just living in this world where people are getting shitty times for not being or, or being like, no, I don't actually want to tick a box. Yeah. Even yeah. if you add extra labels, I don't want any of those. Yeah. Well, that's I think I'm unusual within um, queer circles because I really like labels in that they're the beginning of a conversation, not yeah. the end of one. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of like, but you can't do X because you're Y. It's, oh, you can do Y. What does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, like Femme Daddy is a perfect one. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I am quite a paternal force with my friends. And not a maternal force because that's a very different thing, I feel, mm-hmm. in society. Um, and, and yeah, I am, I am very paternal. And, like, you know, Dr. Shadow has papa and daddy. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, oh, God, we're such soft-touch gay dads as well. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, it's uh, – it's, it's this weird thing that I am kind of in my presentation. I am very femme and also in my kind of like, um, you know, like my, my skills, you know, mm-hmm. in like, say, emotional labor as opposed to manual labor um, and, and things like that. Whereas, yeah, my my nurturing and my kind of the way in which I interact with the world is in quite a like daddy kind of way, mm-hmm. you know, very loving but very boss <laughs> so i'm in charge this is yeah here's what's happening yeah yeah and so that sort of being that sort of way and presenting in these ways you think sort of gives because you i guess if you're a kind of person that's like i'm in charge i give you permission like do yeah. that for people go like you look like you want to dance a bit more you should go and do that yes or, exactly yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's that's kind of how it rolls like what will make you happy right now Okay, let's tease that out. Yeah. Go do the thing. Will that hurt anybody? <laughs> no? Great. Yeah. Go on then. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, bad self. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Which is why I find like with sex, like humili- humiliation play, um, I find really tricky with most people, mm-hmm. uh, except for my submissive, because we've been together for like five years now and I know exactly what will push his buttons. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, like uh, if I don't know someone, it's it's really funny to kind of be like, "Oh, you're bad." <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, you. You did a 
thing. Oh, whereas, yeah, like with you know people I know really well, I'm like, no, they love it. They need it. Yeah. This is what they need. Instead of like, no, your bits are not the right shape. They're small. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere, someone is into that. Yeah. Someone. Is into tentative humiliation. <laughs> yeah. Forced humiliation. Oh, you're, you're a bit shit at stuff. Oh. I'm so bored you, by you. I'm, I'm, it's, you're quite tedious in your sex moves. <laughs> you're, you're naughty thing. You're gross. You're, you're bad. This feels like a show. I'm just saying it. Just <laughs> it Forced humiliation is the show. Um <clears throat> Is it is so is that what so this show that you just made mm. is it what sort of the the mission mission ugh, the message that you were like hoping people would leave with was like sort of like oh actually I've got more freedom than I thought I did or or not quite along those lines yeah no no it is um it's a kind of it's a very autobiographical show mm-hmm. so it's about kind of hey this is how I live my life and I mean it was kind of made uh there were three kind of forces kind of pressing down on me so like. The first one was um, I genuinely don't understand why I get so much attention for how I look. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds ridiculous being dressed like this. <laughs> You're but, fluoro, it's amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. but I just don't know why other people aren't fluoro. Like I just dress because I look down and the juxtaposition of, you know, um, neon orange, um, buttercup yellow and teal. Or, oh, this isn't really teal. What was this, seafoam green? Yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. Um, yeah. uh, like that just makes me really happy to yeah. look at. Like it's like a, a bath for my eyeballs. <clears throat> and um, – I just don't know why other people don't want to do that and, yeah. you know, why people kind of – yeah, so so it's it's that like but why is the way – you know, like I don't know why other people – like polyamory is not for everybody mm-hmm. but I don't understand just why it's so weird. Monogamy is not for Exactly, everybody. yeah. And like I don't understand why BDSM isn't <clears throat> kind of seen as more mainstream when a lot of people do it mm-hmm. um, but keep it secret. Like – you know, I could I, I could understand if all BDSM was like taboo role play, but a lot of it's quite innocent, you know, like um but yeah, so it was like kind of that force. Uh and it was also my insecurities about my relationship with Chris. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, me being a naturally polyamorous person and an extrovert and dealing with someone who's a very private introvert and mm-hmm. like us being together for twelve years and me never feeling like quite enough for him mm-hmm. kind of thing in a way, or like not good for him um and so it was those two and a third that i forget right now because i'm very tired very recently (laughs) you are at your second to last day in new zealand you leave tomorrow Mm, yeah i leave tomorrow yeah yeah. no wonder you're tired (laughs) that's what happens did you do any other gigs while you were here or did you just do your show uh i tried to do as many as i could i did a a couple of workshops which was super fun i did menagerie which was amazing oh it was so good um yeah i got to i didn't Oh, this is actually, I think, the record for the least amount of shows I've seen in a festival. Yeah. Um, because I try and see as many shows as possible usually. Mm-hmm. But I did see John Bennett, my dad's deaths, last night, which was amazing. I such good things about him. And I he's, him. Look, he's one of the best storytellers of our time. I think it's uh, what John Bennett, Daniel Kitson, Stuart Bowden, Will Greenway. Um, and a fifth one I forget because I'm tired right now. Um, Colbert. Yeah. <laughs> but – um. He is incredible. Uh, and, yeah, my dad's death is astounding. Fiery Tongues as well is so – I saw so, that. Yes. I saw you, you reading there. Oh, oh yeah. It was good. It was a good show. Mm. Oh, it's man. like doing I, – I, I tell people it's like doing a, a solid line of pure art, just snorting a just, line of art. Yeah. yeah, I was sitting there and, like, they started and I just immediately was just like, 
oh god i have to concentrate yeah because <laughs> i because i was like I'm, i did not sleep enough after my 10-hour show and i am a bit tired but fuck i need to focus and just sat there and just was like okay that's okay. amazing yeah. i saw it oh. about four or five times in edinburgh and i was only in it i think twice or three times in it like so i would yeah. see it as much as i could even if i wasn't and i didn't know i was going to be in it it's the same script right it's the exact same script yeah, except they get guests. two different yeah. yeah i didn't know i was going to be a guest until i went to sit down and samir said do you want to read? And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I just read the one, a Kate Tempest poem that I love, like yeah. all the selection that is very relevant mm-hmm. um, for today. But I, yeah, I, I was just so kind of powerful and, oh, um, mm. but yeah, they were, they were kind of my top tips and Thomas Ford, but he's done. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was, was in like, the Menagerie, was like, which yes, was menagerie. amazing. That was so much fun. They're a fun, it's a fun show. Rachel's yeah. spectacular. Like, oh, my God, the it's, shows. It's so good. Like, I don't know, maybe this is because I, I just do so many gigs, but, like, mm-hmm. seeing a show with just professionals who know what they're doing and care about the show. Yeah. Because it, one of those things is really great, like a great show or professionally run or, you know, they know yeah. what they're doing, they care about the show. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's um, like, here's the three options, pick two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so that was just a really nice, um, a really lovely experience because that's the thing about Edinburgh that just beats out of you any diva you've got, <laughs> you know. It's like if you've <laughs> if, – if it's like, you know – 1am and you're running in the rain up a hill with a slippery tiling like cobblestones and you're on your phone pretending to talk to someone when you're really running through your five minute bit because you were sure it was five minutes but it was closer to eight at that place and this is a really quick five minute limit (laughs) So, so like that um also I performed not last year the year before I was doing kids like helping out on a kids show um with the amazing Matt and Kat Gray, they're incredible. Yeah. Um, but performing to screaming drag queens at four thirty in the morning, oh and then performing God. to screaming children at ten thirty in the morning, and <laughs> like I remember the first time I did it, I put on Instagram. I'm like, you know, yep, because I never take my like I always take my makeup off. Right? I never sleep with my makeup. Mm-hmm. And I took a photo. I was like, ha, shoot me if that ever happens. Ha ha ha. How good am I taking you know my makeup off and then putting it on again? And then like the third night in a row that I had to do the drag queen and then the kids show, I was like you know what, if I just sleep on my back like a vampire, I can get four hours sleep rather than three because then I don't have to shower. So there I was just like doing this kids show in yesterday's makeup. Thank Christ it holds perfectly, but like to the eyebrows, yesterday's makeup unshowered. (laughs) I'm just like, luckily I didn't have any speaking lines. I was like the face. (laughs) That's so good. You're just like. Nobody question this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody question this. Nobody question me. This is fine. It's the it's, I, I like how it's you've taken like the idea that um uh yesterday's uh like winged eyeliner is today's smoky eye. Exactly. You just, like, extend it. It's it's yeah. fine. It's <laughs> fine. It'd be beautiful. Once um once in Berlin I really tested, I think it was fifty two hours with the same face. Oh wow. And it stayed. Like a few times I had to just swipe under my eyes with oh, a yeah. wet um towel. Mm-hmm. Uh but that was through crying, sweating, kissing, dancing, pashing. Oh my um, god. Yeah, like by good makeup. Oh yeah. Well it's like cheap, but it's good solid primer. Like it's oh. it doesn't have to be expensive, but the, the the products have to be good and you have mm-hmm. to apply them right properly. Is, it, yeah. is, it, is that that's your beauty tip or makeup tip? 
All right, so yeah, my two. All right, all right. Yeah, here's, yeah. here's my two makeup tips. Yeah. I, I've got a video actually that I should update. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, basically it's finger painting. So chuck on what you know, chuck it all on, and then wipe off what doesn't work. Great. Because people always think like with a winged lion yeah. liner, you have to apply it perfectly. No, nah, mate. Cotton buds. Yeah, exactly. Cotton buds dipped in makeup remover yes. are the are nature's corrector pen. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, <Thanks> nature. Yeah, <laughs> that and like not applying with your fingers. Use brushes. Yeah. Um, I remember I was watching uh, a, a woman doing a, like a, a photo tutorial. I was like, can you believe that I used fingertips? You don't even need brushes. Can you believe this is all fingers? I'm like, oh, yeah, I can yeah, believe. I can see I, it. I really can believe. And also it's just so much easier when you have the makeup on the brushes instead of like all over your hands. Yeah, yeah. It's so like afterwards you're just like, oh, fuck. Have you, uh, we all go through that, like yeah. that phase initially of like, oh, I can just, I can just do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so just getting a good primer because it's like gesso on a canvas, and mm-hmm. um, and yeah, just go into town as long as you got highly pigmented stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. It's that easy, bro. Yeah, <laughs> sort it out. Just just paint your face and do whatever you like. <laughs> that's that's your uh, that's your that feels like a motto for <laughs> paint your face and do whatever you like. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I must admit, it wasn't this lipstick yeah. that I was using. It was um a gloss, a highly pigmented gloss that eventually stained. Oh, um, yeah. and that would hold. That would have held on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was at Berghain, and because yeah. I ruined the um the tube because when I put it on the next day, it tasted like ketamine and speed. So Ooh. I'd obviously been <laughs> doing a little bit of shifty key bumps, and it <laughs> then applying, doing a rookie mistake, yeah. doing the key bump, and then applying lip gloss like a bloody first timer, like a a, a flippin' fool. You know, this podcast does not encourage abusive drugs, but also fun stories are great. Yeah, I don't encourage abusive drugs either. I encourage being very sensible about it, logging every dose and the times and never exceeding 50 minutes, uh, like no, never doing it in a gap smaller than 50 minutes at a time. Ideally, about 105 minutes, but I understand when all the strings inside you start to break after the third day, you do need to do 50 minute intervals. Just handle it, kids. My life lessons are always terrifying. These are great. I feel like this is going to be a really educational episode. Uh, thank you so much for coming and talking to me. Uh, and I hope that your last 24 hours in New Zealand are really delightful. Yay. And I'm going to look up, look up your makeup video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My tutorial. Yeah. yeah, edited by the amazing Lucas Heil. Yeah. Thank you, Lucas. We'll find the we'll find that. We'll find the uh, – we'll, we'll link the, the Wonderland slime. Wonderland of slime. Wonderland of slime. And anything else we can think of, we'll put it in the, in the Oh, yeah, thing. pictures of my dog yes. from my Instagram. Shit, yeah. Oh, God, I love her so much. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming. Thank you. That was episode 18, Lisa Sky, with her amazing uh, laugh and Aussiness and uh, just openness. It was really great to speak to her and just have her just follow, uh, be, cool with, um, be cool with just talking about all sorts of stuff. Uh, I think we were both distracted by shiny things a lot. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of links to the things she recommended, like Wonderland of Slime and her makeup tutorial. Uh, if you're anywhere outside of Wellington, then maybe she's coming to a town near you. Who knows? Anyway, uh, just a few more episodes to go. Hope you're having a good time. Thanks for sticking with it so far. And uh, have a really great Monday. Cheers. Cheers. 
What's Your Jam is recorded in Wellington and is part of the New Zealand Fringe Festival 2017. Music by Robbie Ellis. Casual interference and support from Molly the Cat. Tea provided by Tea Leaf Tea on Manor Street. Jam expertly crafted by Bachmans. This show is hosted and produced by me, Jennifer O'Sullivan, and you can find useful links, more episodes, and suggest future guests by visiting whatsyourjam.nz. Thanks for listening. <laughs>